You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kalia LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello, and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia. And today, the topic of our podcast is how your imagination will make or break you. When I was in training to be certified as a clinical hypnotherapist back in 1988, I learned that our imagination is a property of our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind has a lot of properties, such as controlling our involuntary body functions. It's the storehouse for our memories. It's the seat of our emotions and the dynamo that directs our energy. In childhood, we have vivid imaginations. We create imaginary realities. And for a moment in time, we believe that they're real. We have imaginary friends and we imagine our toys are the real thing. But as we grow older, we learn that our imaginary worlds are not real and should be left behind with our childhood. Even though we leave much of our imaginary world behind as we grow up, we never leave our imagination behind. Every man-made creation in history began first in the imagination. Every business idea, every dream comes from the imagination. However, the imagination is also responsible for many of the nightmares we have in our life. We can imagine the worst in any given situation, in our relationships, our finances, our health, and other areas of our life. Learning how to understand and work with your imagination can be really powerful in creating a much more positive reality. Now let's look at the coronavirus. At the time that I'm recording this podcast, we're smack in the middle of this global pandemic. There's a lot of fear circulating around the globe and many people are imagining the worst. They imagine what it might be like if they get sick or one of their loved ones gets sick. They imagine financial ruin and they imagine worldwide devastation and destruction. Although all of these fearful imaginings are potentials on our planet, for many, they're not yet a reality. There's a saying by Shakespeare, nothing is either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. If we change the word think to imagine, it can be easy to see how our imagination creates our inner circumstances, which may easily become our outer circumstances because the imagination is creative. All creativity comes from the imagination. And when we imagine a dark reality, we're unconsciously creating this reality for ourselves. We create our imagined reality first by the way that we react internally to what we're imagining. So let's say you're imagining that you'll get sick and you react by going into fear and you begin fearing that you'll get sick. And as a result of that fear, 
your inner state of being becomes anxious and stressed. And the constant state of stress and anxiety weakens your immune system. So you are much more likely to get sick. You may even imagine that every ache, pain, or cough is a sign that you're sick, which may spin you deeper into fear and worry. You might continue to hold images in your mind of sickness, and these images are creative. They seek out a vibrational match for the images that you're holding. So imagining that you'll be sick can ultimately cause you to get sick. This goes for any situation in life. If you continue to imagine that you can't pay your bills or that your spouse is going to leave you, you're giving your subconscious mind these images. And this reality is much more likely to be created. The good news is that the opposite can happen. You can use your imagination for your benefit. Once you understand how creative your imaginary world is, you can choose what to imagine. You can just as easily imagine something positive and good as something dark and destructive. You can choose what occupies space in your imagination. Just as a child will choose what character that it wants to play. Usually the Child's going to choose the character of the good guy versus the bad guy. So you can choose the character of the positive, of the good, and play that role. Play that out in your imagination. So once again, when I was training as a hypnotherapist, I heard the story of a little boy who had cancer. His parents, who were believers in the power of hypnotherapy, took him to a clinical hypnotherapist who worked with him on the level of the imagination. Imagination is a big part of hypnotherapy. As hypnotherapists, we use images to help change circumstances in one's life. In the case of this little boy, he lived in the days of Pac-Man, um, earlier video game and he loved to play Pac-Man. The object of the Pac-Man game was to travel along a line, eating up the dots and avoiding the predators. The hypnotherapist had the little boy imagine that there were Pac-Man inside of him, eating up all the cancer in his body. He had a few sessions of playing this imaginary game, and the result was no more cancer in his body. It is as if his body exposed to his imaginary gobbling up of the cancer cells responded to that reality. Because the subconscious mind cannot recognize the difference between what is real and what is imagined. I came to realize that children are more likely to have positive results like this little boy because their conscious mind isn't arguing with the imaginary reality. If we were to be guided through the same scenario to heal a cancer or a virus, our conscious mind might say, this is silly, it's never gonna work. Because we don't believe it, our subconscious mind rejects it. 
In order to have positive results, we need to believe that what we are imagining is possible for us. When I was a new graduate, I had an opportunity to teach a smoking cessation class for the staff at the local university where I lived. There was only one problem standing in the way between me and teaching that class, and it was my fear of public speaking. I was so afraid of speaking in front of groups of people that I was going to turn down the opportunity, but instead I decided to accept the opportunity and use hypnosis on myself to prepare me. Every day during a break from hypnotherapy clients, I would lie back in my recliner, put myself into hypnosis, and imagine that I was successfully teaching this class. I saw myself walking into the class feeling strong and confident. I saw people excited to be there and responding positively to the material and to the group hypnosis that I did. The more I imagined this scenario, the more I built up my confidence and aligned with the belief that I could do this. And when the time came to teach my class, I experienced the exact same outcome as I had been imagining. I walked in with strength and confidence and did an excellent job teaching the course and the staff responded very positively. I've used the same technique for any circumstances that I felt anxious about or lacked confidence, including performing music at concerts, speaking engagements, and even writing my books and doing my earlier radio programs. When you can see it first in your mind, you can realize it in your reality. When we're in a time of global pandemic, it's even more important to be mindful of what you are imagining. It's important to imagine yourself and your loved ones getting through this time healthy on all levels. If someone does get sick, imagine a rapid recovery. Imagine that you will be okay financially. And imagine that there will be a gift in all of this for you individually and for society at large. Something good will come of all this. For example, I see this as a time that can usher in a global awakening. We're being unplugged from the matrix in many ways as we retreat from our routines, our busyness, and our usual ways of living. As I talked about in my last podcast, we're going from a focus on the world out there to a retreat within. I've noticed in the few instances that I do go out for groceries and supplies that the people I encounter are really friendly and talkative. Now, one might expect that people would be avoidant and reclusive in a time like this, even fearing interaction with others, but personally, I've noticed the opposite. Most people seem to acknowledge that we're in the same boat dealing with a global crisis, and as a result, we share a common bond. I had several conversations with people in the empty toilet paper aisles at Walmart. One person opened the conversation by asking me if we'll ever see toilet paper again. And I laughed and said, perhaps it's time to look at alternatives. And then other people in the aisle joined in and we were all discussing alternatives to toilet paper. 
People were on the most part friendly and lighthearted about it. I think we all realized that if the lack of toilet paper was our biggest concern, we were doing well. Sometimes in times of crisis like this, we might find ourselves focusing on the positive and counting our blessings. Instead of complaining about what we don't have, we look at what we do have. There's no toilet paper, not one roll in Walmart, but there's plenty of food. There are alternatives to toilet paper, but there is no alternative to food. We need food to survive. I found that some stores are putting limits on their products to prevent hoarding, and this is working to keep the stores supplied. Although everything I want is not always available, enough is, and I'm grateful for what I do get. We want to be careful about imagining the worst. What if there isn't any food? Instead, imagine that there will always be plenty of food, good food. Instead of imagining, what if I run out of money? Imagine that there's an abundance of money coming in. Instead of imagining, what if I get the virus? Imagine that you will get through this crisis healthy and well. It may seem simplistic to think our imagination has so much power, but it really does. Because your imagination pulls from the field of potentiality, it's vibrational match. If you continue to put into the field through your imaginings that you're going to attract the virus, then you pull from the field of potentiality what it is you are imagining. The virus becomes a vibrational match for the images that you're holding. Greg Braden talked about in one of his recent videos how the field of potentiality contains all the ideas, inventions, and creations that are waiting to be brought into form through a human being. When we get an idea and decide to act on it, we're giving life to an idea that was already in the field waiting to be expressed. If we don't act on it, somebody else will resonate with that same idea and act on it. There have been cases where two people at opposite ends of the planet come up with the same idea at the same time. They pulled the same idea from the field and acted on it. The ideas we are inspired by may not be our unique original ideas at all. Instead, we're pulling those ideas from a sort of cosmic soup. In the field of potentiality, there are multitudes of different potential realities. The reality we give our greatest attention to is the reality we're most likely to bring into form. Since we can really imagine anything that we want to, it would be in our best interest to imagine the best possible reality that we can. And then keep this imagined reality alive by continuing to imagine it. You might see this as living in a fantasy world because an imagined reality is basically the same as a fantasy. You can fantasize about a way of life that is really exciting and fulfilling. And as you fantasize about this life, you feel good. You like the way you feel when you imagine that you're living in your ideal home with your ideal job and your ideal mate. It puts a smile on your face and causes your energy vibration to rise. It feels good to imagine things going your way. 
you end up feeling much more positive. Although there's no guarantee that everything you imagine will become a reality, this is actually good because our imaginations can go either way. We can imagine the best or the worst. And if everything we imagine became a reality, we would have a lot of negative things happening as well as good on a regular basis. We're really blessed with this thing called time, where there's a certain amount of time that passes between the time you imagine something to be true and that thing actually being true. You're more likely to create a positive outcome for your life when you are consistent with what you're imagining. We often imagine the worst because we're in the energy vibration of fear. When we hang out in fear, that fear becomes an attractive energy in our life. This means that we attract a vibrational match for our fear. The thing we fear is much more likely to come into our reality when we focus on it on a consistent basis. If we just have a fleeting fearful thought every now and then, it won't have the same impact as if we're hanging out in that fear, constantly imagining the worst case scenario. Remember that the body of the butterfly is formed by what we call imaginal cells. These are the cells that create the new reality. We too can create a new reality based on what we imagine or by the power of our imagination. If you want that great relationship, imagine what that might look and feel like. Imagine what it would be like to truly be loved, cared for, respected, and valued. Imagine what it would feel like to love, honor, respect, and value the other person. Imagine what it might be like to live in a state of harmony. Imagine what it would be like to have good communication. As a hypnotherapist, I also use the imagination for things like achieving one's perfect weight, size, and shape. In the state of hypnosis, I simply have the individual describe what it is like to already be at that place they're trying to get to. I have them describe it to me. Tell me what the numbers say on the scale. What are you wearing? How are you feeling? And even what are you sitting down to eat for dinner? This process gives the subconscious mind an image or rather a blueprint for the new reality. So the subconscious goes to work to bring that reality into being. Instead of fighting against one's will, he or she has the subconscious helping them to achieve their goals. Whether you're trying to lose weight, get healthier, overcome a disease, have a better job, a better home, or a better relationship, or even to feel better about yourself, the imagination gives your subconscious mind the blueprint. The important thing to keep in mind is that the subconscious isn't selective. It will work to bring you whatever it is you spend your time and energy imagining. If you continue to imagine your spouse leaving you or having an affair because of your own fears and insecurities, you may very well bring about this outcome. 
in the end, you can say, see, I told you he was going to do this. But it might be closer to the truth that you continued to tell your mind he was going to do this. And so your mind worked to give you what it was that you were imagining. Now, sometimes in a situation like this, your intuitive knowing aspect can sense that something isn't right in a relationship and you end up finding out your spouse is having an affair. The difference is how much you focus on it. If you don't have trust for the person that you're with and you have a good reason not to trust that particular individual, then it's probably best not to be there because out of your lack of trust, you will likely imagine the worst. If instead you imagine having a great relationship where you really trust your partner and continue to imagine how this looks and feels, you may find that the old energy leaves and the new energy comes in. In a case like this, the old relationship will likely fall away because it's no longer a vibrational match to the loving relationship you are imagining. It's important to recognize this and keep imagining the great relationship because it will come in as quickly as the old one went out. You may need to go through a healing period first to prepare yourself to accept a higher love. In our current times, I encourage you to imagine the kind of world that you want to live in, not just the kind of country, but the kind of world you would like to live in. Imagine what kind of leadership, if any, you would want to see. Imagine everyone working together towards the same goal. Imagine everyone on the planet having enough food to eat clean water, and sanitary living conditions. Imagine, as John Lennon sings, there's no war, there's nothing to kill or die for. Imagine the world living in peace. Yes, it is time, my dear friends, for us to dream a new world into being. We have the greatest gift right here within us right here in our imaginations to dream the new world into being. Now, going back to the coronavirus, there are several different definitions for the word corona. One means crown. The other is the circle of light that is found around the sun and the moon. Think circle of light. Imagine a circle of light around the entire globe that has the power to transform the globe. Imagine that each one of us are a light and together we form that circle of light. Imagine that our light not only has the power to wipe out the virus, but to raise the consciousness and vibration of the planet and its people. Imagine that after this pandemic, that our world changes for the better. Yes, there has been and still will be devastation and death, but there can also be rebirth. Once again, I remind you that the caterpillar is dying and the butterfly is being born. 
be the imaginal cell, joining with the other imaginal cells to bring the butterfly into being. Imagine the earth herself being born anew. Imagine the narcissism of the planet falling away. Imagine the love of the planet increasing exponentially. It is our time to shine in a world that has been shrouded by darkness. It's time to join the circle of light that surrounds the planet. Let this be a time of radical transformation. We've become very familiar with the term go viral. What would happen if love went viral? What if this beautifully high vibration of love went viral and became the circle of light that surrounds the globe? What if that love vibration lifts the planet up to a higher level of consciousness? What if everything unlike love began to fall away? You may say, I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. And maybe you will join me and imagine what we could become. Thank you for listening. For those of you looking for additional support for narcissistic abuse and personal empowerment, I'm starting a Monday evening video conferencing support therapy group. And this will include eight to 10 hours of group therapy every month. For more information, go to my website, Narcissism Free, and you can just click on my counseling page. I'm also continuing to offer one-on-one -on -one counseling and hypnotherapy sessions over the phone or Skype. You can also learn more about this at NarcissismFree.com. Blessings to all of you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you in the next podcast.